All right, and welcome back to another edition of Sunday Pour. Today, we have a very special edition. We're going to try something new tonight, and um, we'll get into that in a second. But first, I want to introduce my cousin, my co-host, Ant. How you doing? What are you drinking? I have a uh, Budweiser can in front of me and a little Heaven Hill. Nice, nice. I yeah. introduced myself. I'm Anthony. I didn't fucking. I, one thing. I, it doesn't matter. We could do a million shows. The one thing I'm gonna suck at is starting it and fucking ending it. So get used to it. What? Are, so what are you having? I have a Budweiser, and I have uh, a little a little pint of Jameson in honor of uh, the show that we're doing tonight. Belated St. Patrick's Day, also. Yeah, I had a little bit yesterday, but it's the, it's the only pint they have. But in, if you'll know later why uh, why I'm drinking right from the bottle tonight, so it's it's essential to uh, what we're going to be discussing in a moment here. <laughs> so we've been talking about doing a movie show since we started doing the the the, the quote unquote podcast, and now that we have like no sports out there. We really needed something to kind of occupy our time. Give us something to root for. So I, think the, for yeah, I think the listeners, will, they'll get tired real fast of hearing about the same, uh, you know, corona. Yeah, this, corona we gotta, that. yeah well, well, we'll touch on that kind of shit again at some point. But for today, we're going to put the movie show under Sunday Four. We'll figure out a title. We'll figure out – we'll get a new um, theme song, that kind of shit for that. But we're going to do it just as Sunday Four now. Uh, but this will be the first movie show that you're going to get from the ants here. And uh, we're sitting down, we're drinking, and we're going to discuss a classic uh, from 2006. It's a, it's a quintessential underdog story. It's the only movie I could think of that revolves around a men's softball league. It's filled with sophomoric humor. Casual racism, foul language that you'd expect in your Wednesday night softball league. And the kind of shit that you could only get in 2006. And this, of course, is Artie Lang's Beer League. Before, and, we, get, before we get started. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we are getting started. Whoever doesn't do a <laughs> pre-game shot with me is a fucking pussy. <laughs> Absolutely. But, cheers. Uh, so that. yeah, when we were throwing ideas around, I mean, we we've thrown out probably a hundred ideas, a hundred different movies that we could uh, talk about that we wanted to talk about, and I think it was unanimous. Obviously, it's only us two making the decisions, but it was pretty unanimous that this <laughs> would be our first one because at the time we thought we'd be coming up on baseball season, but even with baseball season being pushed back a few months. I still feel like this is the perfect movie to start off with. Yeah, it's a, it was a must-watch. I, I watched it at work. Where did you watch it this time around? Which I watched, maybe, Which is maybe a mistake on my part, but it was worth it. <laughs> I watched it over the weekend, actually. I uh, sat there taking some notes. I think it was Sunday afternoon, maybe. Is that the first time you watched a movie taking notes? First time I've watched any movie taking notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah not just this For, movie. Yeah, first time ever. Do you remember the first time you saw Beer League? I wish I had a good story for you. But the truth is, I think it was only released like like maybe in Jersey. I don't, remember, I don't remember getting a big-time release. 
It's possible because I saw it opening weekend in Jersey. Yeah, I regret not doing that. I wish I had done that. But I feel like if it was in Connecticut, I definitely would have gone to see it. Because as soon as it was out on DVD, I bought it and watched it right away. <laughs> Instantly fell in love with it. Sometimes so I, I like to let movies breathe a little bit, but instant classic right off the, the bat. Yeah, this one. <laughs> instant from like the opening scene. Oh, when yeah. He's sitting, when he's sitting there doing, uh, doing practice off his garage, or off his mother's garage. Sure. <laughs> Captain Jeter. <laughs> uh, yeah, and no, I saw it opening weekend in Jersey. And there was a deal where if you brought a ticket stub to a certain bar after, you could do a shot with Artie, which impossible. I mean, even for Artie's standards, impossible to be doing. You, could, you can't do a shot with how many people were going to his fucking movie. Like, everybody loved Artie, right? If you listen to Stern or if you're from, like, that area, you just loved Artie. So you had a million fans in that area. And he's from Jersey. Right. So all these people are showing up to the bar. And I, never, I didn't even get in. To the bar because I'd had I'd actually gotten into a fight with a friend of mine who I'd gone with <laughs> the fucking thing. So he I think he went in and I just went home with somebody. I got to ride with somebody to go home. I was just like fuck this shit. I went home. So I didn't even get to see him. But I guess it's, by the time we got in there, by the time my friends got in there, he wasn't even doing shots anymore. It was just like they gave you like whatever well whiskey and you took a shot and he just kind of patted you in the back, told you to go fuck yourself, kind of thing. Yeah. Perfect. Classic Artie. Vintage yeah. Artie. Artie, who made who filmed this movie while on Howard Stern regularly and on heroin regularly. Pretty impressive. Yeah. That's why he was so thin, I think, during it. Uh, he was on that heroin diet, right? He looks great. He looks great in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He really does. Uh, I meant to look this up. I never did. The whole thing I know was filmed in New Jersey. Yeah, I meant yeah. to look up exactly uh, where because I know it was it was fairly low budget, so there wasn't uh, you know wasn't many filming locations to say the least. I meant yeah, to look up exactly where it was though. Yeah, it's basically like a diner, um, his mom's house, ball field, yeah. and then like a like a like a restaurant the, like down by like the, the shore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's basically yeah yeah real low budget. But it was, yeah, it's just one of this movie. The thing is, like, every fucking scene has a great line in it, and it could mm-hmm. be from Artie, it could be from Seymour Cassell, it could be from Jimmy Palumbo. There's 10 guys who get one liners in this movie. It could be from fucking uh, Brendan Falone in there. Falone, of course, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's just everybody's got Nick DePaulo, the yeah, Nick Paulo shows up as a cop, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then of course, uh. First of all, perfect that they had a uh, dive bar as their sponsor, which is just yeah. classic. Everything you'd expect in a you know men's softball league. Ed's bar and swill. Ed's bar and swill. Yeah, yeah. of course. Did you know? Did you notice one thing about uh, Artie in this? Is when he wears the button down, he's wearing number seven. I don't know if that was in honor of uh, Mantle. And then, the, and then the T-shirt he has the number two on, which I assume is for uh, Jeter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just wasn't sure. That I was like one, that. one question I would have asked him if I had gone to the uh, the after premiere party, whatever you tried to get into. I'm sure he'd been <laughs> thrilled to answer your deep dive questions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I bet you no one's asked you this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, also right out of the gate, uh, shots at the Mets and the Cowboys. Oh yeah, it's right. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, he gets uh, – uh, that's a classic thing because Man- Manganelli is a, is a Cowboys fan. 
And there are so many fucking jerk-offs from New Jersey who grew up Cowboys fans. You know, they always have the excuse, America's team, or my father was a fan in the 70s. Oh, so you 70s, suck. 70s, yeah. Yeah, you suck, and your father sucks, too, because the fucking Cowboys are the douchiest team you could pick. <laughs> and I, that's, it's the, because he's right. Everybody, lit, everybody grew up 15 minutes from the fucking Meadowlands. How'd you grow up a fucking Cowboys fan? <laughs> we grew up 15 minutes from Giant City, and you're a fucking yeah. Cowboys fan? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, man. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, I don't know, we played, we played softball, like, Two summers was it? You and me are on the same team. Yeah, and it it really it it wasn't quite as uh, competitive or as bad as this as this got. But uh, uh, I mean, the drinking and the and the ribbing was all about the same. I would say, and it was pr- it was pretty much because of the influence of this movie. <laughs> yeah, just... that's, that's basically what it was. It was the inspiration for us uh, putting together a you know drunk softball team, which. Uh, you know, they showed up for the championship game. I will get to that. They showed up to the championship game hammered. We showed up to our first ever game hammered, which may not have been the brightest idea. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was, I was sort of being all pumped up, all fired up, and uh, running out there so excited to play, and then yeah. being like two, three sheets to the wind, getting ready at short, and then looking down the guy hitting like this guy wants to murder the ball. He wants to hit it right down my throat. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Made a big time mistake here. It's like Artie makes this look way easier than it really is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Professional. He's professional. Professional, obviously. So yeah. for people who haven't seen this movie, uh, basically it's uh, – you mentioned Brandon Falone. For those mm-hmm. of you uh, – his real name was Anthony DeSando. But for yep. those of you who – I mean, you're either a fan of this movie or Sopranos, I would assume, if you listen to this podcast. So Brandon Falone. Already, uh, Brandon Fulon, who if you if you're a Sopranos actor, most of the people who are on Sopranos now live honorably as the names of their characters on Sopranos. Oh yeah, and there's a, a bunch in this mo- in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's uh, Vito, right? Vito's a long guy. Vito, yeah, Giuseppe Primavera, Skip, Skip, <laughs> Skip Lampari, the FBI agent. He's right, a, he's cop. the cop at the beginning. Yep, and then. Uh, uh, Ralph Macchio, his his character Maz, his father in law is played by Frank Pellegrino, who plays one of the FBI guys. I forget his name yep. in uh, yep. Sopranos. Yeah. Uh, also, we mentioned Nick DiPaolo. Not that he's like a Sopranos regular, but he was in a Sopranos episode. Do you remember which one? Nick DiPaolo's in a Sopranos episode. I don't I remember. That. I didn't research this. I'm just going on it. He was, I believe, go figure, a cop. In the Christopher Columbus episode, when Patsy, oh, him and Patsy like have words, it's probably filmed like the same day. The yeah, same, like had him same had go from set to set. Yeah, it's yeah. coming over. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure DePaulo was in a uh, Sopranos episode. So yeah, Artie's, get... Artie's love interest, uh, Cara Bono. She's, oh yeah, uh, I forgot about her. Right, exactly. she was Chris, Chrissy's wife, uh, Kelly wife. Kelly Moltisanti. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, so basically, it's Brandon Falone is on one team, Artie's on another team. They went to high school, you know. They competed over the same girls. They competed in sports, and now they're uh, you know forty years old, and uh, obviously, all they have right now is each other's softball. Well, uh, no, and Magnelli. I mean, Magnelli owns a gym. He's running. All right, oh, Artie has. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at it from Artie's perspective. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the, the basically the. Brawl on which I believe it's opening day, right? Oh, yeah, brawl. yeah. Yep. And that basically sets the premise of the movie where uh, we just mentioned Skip Lapari, obviously, Louis Lombardi. Uh, 
they end up going down to the police station and Meganelli, of course, is like, you know, has an in with the cop and uh, Skip comes out and he says, look, we're not putting up with this bullshit anymore this year. Okay, whoever does better in the league, whoever finishes further in the standings, championship, whatever, the loser is out of the league. Got to go find somewhere else to play. So, <laughs> obviously, you have Artie's team, who's a group of bunch of misfits, drunks. You got Manganelli's team, who's just like these muscle-bound meatheads who just live for softball. So, obviously, mm-hmm. as you were saying to open up the podcast, ah, shit, drink, show. All right, all right. <laughs> Freudian slip. No, but to open up the show, uh, that's where the underdog, uh, you know, you know, uh, right. classic underdog tale comes in. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's. I mean, it's the story itself. Let's not. Let's not kid ourselves. It's not like a. It's not a groundbreaking story. No, I thought the, the hand, ducks. In the hands of a lesser comedian, this this movie would have gone to shit quick. But art, like already in the group that they have in this, they they keep they keep it moving. It's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you, I mean, you know. You have an idea of where it's going to go. There's no surprise ending. No, it's not like it's not like well, a championship a bit, game. A little bit. Yeah, but I mean, you've seen it. It's it's the same old like sports movie tropes. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. underdog, and there's a death, and that spurs inspiration off. And you know what I mean? Like Artie <laughs> yeah. fucks up and then redeems himself, and then you know that kind of thing. It's all it's all there. <laughs> yeah. One one question I would have, and this is just coming to me now. Yeah. They lose uh, for the second time. I believe it's the second time to Manganelli's team. Already, mm-hmm. already hits into the double play after mowing his lawn all day. Yeah. And then Manganelli's team goes to five and zero, oh, and Ed's Bar and Swill goes to zero oh and five. Is that? Are we to assume that they lost that first game that ended in a brawl? To me, that should have been a no contest. <laughs> <laughs> you think it should have been forfeited for both sides, like not not counted? I don't know. I feel like they may have given the W to Meg. I mean, Meganelli's fitness was probably up big. Remember yeah, I think, I think it would go to Meganelli's team, if anybody. Yeah, I mean, Artie did start the fight, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I got to give it. I, I would just, and plus, this Meganelli kind of runs the town, or runs the softball place. Like, they're going to... They're gonna listen to him. They're gonna take his word for it. So they don't give a shit. Like Artie's team, Artie's team probably hasn't won more than three games in the past how many years? Sort of like, yeah, just fuck it, just give them the L. Not for lack they're, of they're trying. used to it. Well, yeah, for some lack of trying. Not for lack of heart. Right. That's <laughs> fair. They do. <laughs> they do love to show up and get shit faced. <laughs> they do. Right. And they're, play. They're yeah. all, all heart. That's what I'm saying. You know, effort might not always be there. <laughs> so yeah, we mentioned. Uh, so you start seeing uh, Linda Salvo, who we you know big turn at the end, not at the end, but at the end of the bachelor party when Manganelli kind of blows up his spot, says say hi to your girlfriend for me. Oh yeah, it's a little bit real. of mental warfare there to get in Artie's head. Yeah, a real scummy move. But it, you know, but Artie's mom warned him about her. It was she's feels like she's been around. Wear, wear a rubber. Prefer that you wear protection. I think she said. Yeah. That she said she might even say rubber. And I think you're probably protection. Yeah. Moms, moms don't say rubber. <laughs> well, maybe Artie's mom. Maybe. <laughs> so I have uh, f- first question for you. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? All right. And we're just gonna stick with. Uh, we're not gonna uh, talk about any of the other teams in the league, okay. but just on Ed's on Ed's team. Yep. 
you got one guy you want up in a big spot. Not a dinger or anything, just a base hit. Yeah. Who are you taking? Mr. 700. Come on. Yeah, all right. Johnny Trillo. That was my answer, too. I, I tried to make a case for Artie in my head, only because Artie had some, Artie had some big hits. <laughs> there's, there's a great line at the end of the movie. If I can drop this line, there uh, it's 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 the final game between Maganelli, Mister Seven Hundred Six, by the way, Mister Seven Hundred Six, yep. yeah, between Ed's and Maganelli's gym, and it's like right as the big comeback is happening, and, and Jimmy Palumbo, Jimmy Johnny Trello gets up. Jimmy, I, I was I was his real name is Jimmy Palumbo. I'm probably gonna call him that more than I call him Johnny Trello, <laughs> but it, it gets up another team, and Maganelli's just talking shit. And this one guy goes. Fuck you, seven hundred. <laughs> oh, really? I, miss, a, I must have missed that. I've missed it every time I watched until today. And I, I just, <laughs> I was watching it at work, and I just started laughing at my desk. Um, yeah, no, I, I would, I would have Johnny Troll up. I, I could only find seven players on that team. The other, the, the other two are, the, they're there. But they don't really have any speaking man. roles, or they're just in like. Did they take like a team picture at some point or something? Or uh, I don't know. Or maybe it's, it's I'm thinking of the funeral or something. They're there, those guys. Yeah, it's the corner outfielders. Yeah, basically the corner outfielders. Yeah. Because they uh, got. Uh, you want to go through the lineup real quick? Yeah. You want to sure. sc- give a scouting report on each guy as they go down the lineup? Sure. Go ahead. All right. We'll just start. We'll start on the mound. You know, he's since passed. Actually, the, even the actor died. Um, Seymour Cassell. But the first That's is right. p- pitching. Dirt. That's his name, Dirt. Right. Side note on Seymour Cassell, quick. Uh, if you remember, we were watching a Seymour Cassell movie the night that we got the news that he died. Trees Lounge? Yeah. That was the night? Jesus Christ. Crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, Dirt, you character you. Uh, dirt was... <laughs> <laughs> dirt was just your classic, just that, when we talk about all heart, Dirt signified that he symbolized that on Ed's because that's just we've all seen this guy in softball he's always the pitcher you know a guy who just can't do really too much anymore but he can lay him in there man you know he's not gonna walk the ballpark yep he's gonna lay it in there and he's just gonna rely on his defense that's what what dirt did man let the team behind him do their job exactly yeah yep he's a uh it's good yeah good good scouting report well done He's like a craft, the crafty lefty of uh, men's league softball, and he's a leader for that team too. I mean, you gotta oh, have a guy sure. like that oh, yeah. team. Yeah. He's always uh, gets on, these... gets on the uh, players a little bit. Yep, gets on them. Yeah. I like, yeah, like gotta like that. Do you? Uh, I'll get that later. Uh, let's go right. Let's let's complete the battery here. Sure. Uh, catching Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave. Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, he gives it his all. I would say, Dave. He tries um, hard, yeah. He, tries he does hard. try hard. He's got a few holes in his swing. <laughs> a few holes in his swing. He takes some good rips, though. Gets it. Does get a big hit in the in the rally in the championship game. So you got to give him that. Yep, yep. He's mm. showed up when it mattered. There you go. Uh, some off the field issues for Dave, which I think we'll get to. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of his lines. Is one of my favorite lines, man. Yeah, I think we'll we'll, we'll save the we'll see. I know we want you know everyone wants to hear about the bachelor party. We're gonna get to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah. So Dave, wow. I think we'll talk about Dave more later on. 
All right. More than, um, we, more than his on-the-field uh, excursions. All right, we'll go around the horn. First base, Artie. Or did I already mention that he was an underrated glove? You, uh, just... No, you, no, you did. You, you were talking about him being a clutch hitter, but oh yeah, I was. Just he thinking, is, I was thinking that. He, yeah, he could pick it a little bit at first. Yeah. He had a little bit of like Giambi, kind of like stupid when he wanted to. Yeah, when his when head he was wanted in, to. When his head was in not, the game, not yeah. a guy who would give you max effort. No, 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 no. Nah. Nah. Like, a little bit of a dog in him. Uh, you know, kind of turned it on when he had to. I mean, the first game of, this, of the season, he had got a hit off Manganelli against the shit, dunked it in the hole in the shift, under the Vanzo shift. Right. And we could talk about Manganelli as uh, a precursor to what's going on today. Uh, do we blame Manganelli for fucking Joe Madden? Oh, I don't know. That's a good point. This is 06, and when yeah, did the shift really take off? I mean, really, it's been, it's been in use, but, I mean, really, the past 10 Tech, years yeah, has, been, has, been, yeah. has been when it kind of – as yeah, it could be from this movie. That is probably one of Madden's favorite movies. Yeah, the Devanzo <laughs> shift. Yeah, good call. So yeah, um, already. Uh, you know, if I had to guess where he hit in the order, I would say like maybe. Oh, but I was. Oh, sorry. I was saying that he got that hit, and then he just he dogged it and got thrown out from left field. Right. Run, yeah. Run the first. So. Thrown out from left field. Yeah. I think he was like a three or four hitter on that team. Yeah, he was. He was in the middle of the lineup. Yeah. Did he bet? He, I think he was probably three and Johnny was four. I think Johnny batted after him. Yeah, I think John, Johnny was definitely three or four. I want to uh, say Johnny was – ah, who knows? The, who I'm spe- knows? Yeah, I'm, trying to, I, I'm sure I'm sure they batted an order ten times in, this, in the show, in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> they really gave a fuck. <laughs> uh, second baseman, karate kid himself, Matt. Yeah. Maz, Ralph Macchio, of course. Uh, number five, which maybe for DiMaggio. Could be, could be. Could be. Uh, I think Maz was a leadoff hitter. Sounds Maz, right. Maz was a guy who uh, he always kept the spirit up around the team. Yeah. You know I mean? he was, he, he'd yeah. be sitting there telling you it was a big game. He was a good, yeah, he was the good guy. Right. And, uh, you know, a little bit of a stick. Scored the game-winning run in the semifinal game to get him to the championship. Uh, the uh, when Artie makes him slide, slide head first, yeah. slide, head first slide. <laughs> After Johnny puts one in the gap, uh, yeah, Maz is a good good player to have on your team. Could pick it a little bit over at second base. Uh, so yeah, you know, serviceable player. When you talk about picking it at second base, there's like the one, there's like the classic movie montage of them practicing. And the big thing is them turning two. And like yeah. they can't they can't turn it the first time. The second time, like Trillo gets it in the back and they finally <laughs> turn it on the they finally turn it. And uh Dirt's like, All right, let's see if you guys can do that again. And they just cut to a game and they're turning two to win the game. <laughs> oh like, yeah. That's it, it's all it took. <laughs> it was yeah. one practice. There was but way was too like, many double plays for softball in this in this uh movie. Yeah. It's like you never see double plays in softball, and there was like a good <laughs> Yeah, it's, I don't know, maybe three or four in this movie. It's impossible to turn a double play. Almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. So over to shortstop. Except unless you're unless you're playing defense against our team. Yeah, sure. I feel like we had the most double plays against us. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we weren't the most fleet of foot team. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. Head over to shortstop. Uh, obviously, the best player. We already talked about that. Yeah, the guy you went up in a big spot. The, you know. <laughs> You know, he's the guy in the middle of the lineup, you know, big-time hitter. Uh, you know, the, uh, what do you say, the skies parted and 
<laughs> allowed him to hit seven seven oh six. Also, a reason you want him up in a big spot. Uh, the guy had a, the guy had to step in and make a best man speech on this best man speech on the spot and crushed it in front in front of a father-in-law who was very angry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you want to talk about clutch, big time hey, performer. That's a good play. Trillo had a, had a jump in to save to cover for Artie, and he and Artie and him didn't have any problems. Artie had a problem with Maz at the end of that. After he, I mean, he didn't miss the wedding because he got got pulled over in a car with a hooker who was doing coke, but. Yeah. I mean, let, let, who hasn't sinned throw the bad first luck. stone? Bad you know? luck. It was kind of bad luck, yeah. It wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Pitching machine, stop. <laughs> uh, and then third baseman, um, resident, resident Guido Alphonse. Yeah, with his, with his Italiano mitt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This character in any other movie would piss me off, but in the hands of Artie and like in the spirit, I mean, you know, you've heard Artie on the radio at this point, like you know, like his sense of humor that doesn't bother me at all. It's an embarrassing character with the fucking tattoo and the pink shirts and the fucking. He's the a glove. Jersey guy. He's, He's a, a Jersey, Jersey guy. guy. Yeah, to it's a exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, he wasn't. He wasn't much of a. He wasn't much of a player. I don't think. No, I mean, I feel like he's probably one of those guys that's on a team that he probably played ball when he was a kid, wasn't very good, but loved playing it. Same thing, just kept, just wanted to keep it going and probably got into a pitch here or there. Yeah, yeah, he did look like a guy who could get into one here and there. Yeah, but not, yeah, but he was mostly popping up the. Or maybe he was a, maybe he was a good baseball player growing up and he just had a hard time adjusting to softball. Could be, could be. Down with the wrong crowd, ended up drinking too much and just not not really trying because he just figured it would come easy to him. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I can just, see that. Uh, you know, the timing was off. You know, he's a guy who's used to sitting on a curveball or a fastball slider, and now he's got to hit a, you know, this ball coming down at a fucking ninety degree angle or whatever. <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt, Alphonse. And then we'll cover. And then in in the outfield is just Tim. Yeah, that's the only offer that I can think of is Tim, <laughs> who has a pretty uh, – Tim, I don't even know his real name. Uh, do you have do you I don't know. Name? I didn't write down any actor's names, no. Uh, he – Tim is – what I remember him from is Lucky Louie. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. Where he was kind of a similar character in a sense that, like, he was always – he was always kind of like the butt of the joke, but he like knew how to play it off. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a black guy. So like there was always like some sort of, you know, like in this movie, you, I'm not going to, you know, you got to watch the movie, but Artie makes a few jokes where he plays it off. Perfect. You know, plays it off perfectly. Yeah. And that's so, kind of, that's, it was kind of his role in Lucky Louie, if I remember. Right. We'll give, we'll give Artie a good reason to, to tell the joke, get away with telling the joke and then get the ribbing from Tim to be like, all right. Now, Tim, no, Tim's calling out for being an asshole in a funny way. So everything kind of wipes itself clean there. Right. Yeah. I already liked having him around. So, like, like no, nah, I'm going to tell this racist joke. But because you're out around, I'm not racist. Right. Yeah. Basically one of those deals. Right. Yeah. That was the joke. Like the, yeah. the point, yeah, the point guard joke, basically. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's all I can remember from the – there's, like, two other forgettable – Well, Tim also also bangs his – Oh, girlfriend, yeah. yeah. I, forgot, I forgot to make a note of that. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and, la- and actually, Artie may get the last joke on Tim because that's in the very <laughs> last scene when he mentions, or she, excuse me, she mentions the herpes to Manganelli. Tim, oh, the look on Tim's face is great. I think Tim's married too. Yeah, so yeah. he's in some like, you know, the movie may end, but it's just beginning for Tim there, man. I don't know what's about to. I don't know what's about to happen <laughs> no, with him. It's ending for Tim. Yeah, the look. I mean, it's, it's, it's so funny. The look on his face. When she, when she says thanks for the herpes, the look on his face is golden, man. He, <laughs> he's like, oh, no. All right. Well, that was a good scouting report, Ant. I think, uh, I think we covered everybody. Yeah, I think that was it. Uh, let me ask you about Seymour Cassell real quick. We talked about him at the beginning of that. Uh, have you seen, besides Trees Lounge in this movie, have uh, you seen any other movies with Seymour Cassell? Oh, man. Uh I'm sure I have. He was in because he he's had he he's had like he had a phenomenal career spanning from 1958, mm-hmm. and he worked pretty much. I mean, it looked like he took the last few years of his life off. I think it was like 2014 was the last movie he did. So, and he died. I know. La- he I, died know last I have year. seen him in other things. Obviously, Trees Lounge we talked about. Um, yep. I can't remember. He was in, I'm sure he was in like one or two of those movies when he was older. Yeah, there's a bunch of movies when he was older, yeah. There's, uh, only, there's only one movie I've seen with him being young. And that was uh, The Killing of a Chinese Bookie, which uh, is an okay. old gangster movie. Uh, Trees Lounge. And then he was, he's, he's, in all, he's in three Wes Anderson movies. He's in Rushmore, Royal, The Royal Tenenbaums, and The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Uh, okay, yeah. I've seen Royal Tenenbaum. Uh, I haven't seen the other two. Oh, you know what he was in, actually? Uh, very small role. Yeah. Uh, this is probably what I... Because I really haven't seen him in much, but uh, 61. Yep, yep. He was he a reporter. The, uh, yeah, reporter or announcer yeah. or something, yeah. Uh, so, it? yeah, as a guy, like, I love Seymour Cassell, but I can't honestly say it's, yeah, it's that much. It's funny, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, I was going through his movies, like, I feel like I had seen so many movies that he was in. But it's just the guy who's he's part of the fabric, man. Exactly, yeah. He was also yeah. in a movie called The Crew. Do you remember that movie? That's the movie I was thinking of. Yeah, where it's, uh, it's like that's Bert... like Jack Lemon in them. But no, Bert... no, it's like Bert, no? it's Bert Reynolds. Oh shit, I wish I wrote these. I was Bert. Oh, I was thinking like Jack Lemon, like Walter Matt. I thought it was that crew. It's close. They're older, but it's not those guys. It's it's um, Bert Reynolds. Shit, mm-hmm. who else was in it? I don't remember. But it's a bunch of old gangsters in Florida. Uh, What's it called? The crew. You know, I think I probably seen that. I think I saw. I think I saw that movie in the theaters. That was Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, yep. Okay. Yeah, I have seen that. Probably it was, it's like it when it first came out. It's pretty much the Irishman before the Irishman came out. Except the they're crew. <laughs> yeah, so a bunch of old gangsters living in a retirement home. Only they are going out for one last job, basically that kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Maybe not quite the Irishman, but it's on, it's right. same idea. <laughs> oh, also, little underrated part: if you're a Tina Fey fan, she has a little quick little cameo in the. Very there's a there's movie. there's a few good cameos in there, in this one. I I think we told we talk, we talk about the Sopranos guys and Nick DiPaolo. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite one is the Jim Brewer cameo, though. Oh yeah, down to shore, of course. Five dollar purple monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Losing his hair. <laughs> Down on his too, luck. Too fat for his age. <laughs> With a chick who's clearly out of his league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Got yeah. nothing. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> our already big to get their first W. Already big walk off uh, single. By the way, that's right. Yeah. I mean, he, the guy got some big hits. But did, was Jimmy on ahead of him, or? I don't know. Nah. Might, Maz was on base, so I'm pretty sure maybe it might have been Maz, Artie. Maybe Maz, Artie, Johnny. One, two, three. Oh, man, that's, that's such a bad. And they didn't have, they didn't have much, much of a lineup, really. That's so. such a Madden lineup right there, putting Artie in the two-hole. Come on. I don't know. It's a good question. I I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. So, who do you think? Who do you think was like? You think Artie was the glue guy at least? Oof! Who's the glue guy? Um, that might still be. That might be Maz. Was okay. I had Maz and Artie written down. Or Maz or Artie. It's probably yeah. Either it's probably it's probably a little bit of both because Maz is the guy who just really wants to, really wants to play. You know, he's got to get away from his kids or his kid and his you know future wife. He just wants yeah. he just needs to get out of the house. Her atrocious dancing. And Art and Artie's the guy who just who just wants to go to get fucked up. So it yeah. kind of depends, like what you know who you're following. And, and plus, if you're like one of the like married guys, that like, got uh, you know. If it comes down to it, you're gonna be like, "Well, I can't let Maz down. Like he wants, you know, yeah. they need me. Maz needs me. Because if you're, if it's Artie, nobody wants you to play with Artie. You know, the wives are never get behind Artie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing I would say about Maz it, that would be a knock. Well, it's not really a knock on him. Just his rah rah kind of like fell on deaf ears a little bit. Whereas Artie like truly inspired those guys and got the best out of them. They really. They really responded well to Artie. You know what I mean, after well, that first win, he like gives his whole thing about like practicing. Whereas when Maz said that, <laughs> Artie just shit on it, and everyone was like, "Yeah." I thought you said practicing was for pussies. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so maybe it is Artie because because it's really it's the guys are more cut from the Artie cloth than the Maz cloth. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, definitely. A, a guy, sure. a guy like Dave isn't following Maz into into hell, but he'll follow Artie, you know. All oh, the way. all day. Yeah, <laughs> Dave, Dave is definitely an Artie guy. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Artie glue guy. Uh, Johnny, right, yeah. who's you want up in a big spot? All right, got it. Yeah, I'll stay. I'll put Artie as a glue guy for sure. Yeah. So yeah, after they obviously get their first win, they start practicing. Um, I don't know what uh, they go on a little bit of run, a little bit of a run. Artie's doing well with uh, Linda Salvo. Things are going great, and then I mean, do, do we get into the bachelor party now? And then the bachelor party happens, and that's <laughs> it's a turning point in the movie in a lot of ways. A lot it, of ways. Uh, it's something. It's a hell of a bachelor party. Well, let's. I mean, there's what happens, and what what happens is. After the bench party, it's when you mentioned like Maganelli blows up, blows up in the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's when all the guys start get, or it's when well Dave gets in trouble with his wife. <laughs> of course, the wife if... wife leaves him, and yeah. uh, it's 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 the turning point because Artie loses and ends up breaking up with his girlfriend over it, and that's what makes him miss the wedding, and that's you know which leads to the fight and leads to Dirt's death. And that, you know that's the beginning. It that's just the, snowballs from there. Really, yeah, does. it's all bad news from there right now. But 
with good intentions because oh, obviously the the wedding the bachelor started out great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean you gotta love the fact that they did it at their sponsors, you know, right, right at the right at the bar, man. You gotta give uh, you gotta give Ed the uh, support, man. He guy closes the doors for one night, you know what I mean? You gotta yeah, low budget, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just use, had to use the same location for it. <laughs> yeah, man, where else you gonna Where else you gonna get away having a pitching machine there? You'll never guess what she does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she shoots ping pong balls out of her snatch. It was a uh, yeah. I mean, uh, as far as like a hometown, like a stay at home bachelor party, really got really got out of hand. It did get pretty out of hand. Who uh, was the MVP of the bachelor party? I'd have to go dirt. Probably right. Probably right. Just, I mean, obviously I'm not condoning illegal drugs, but the fact that he just gets right in there and just helps himself. Cheap shit. And, and yeah. knows it. Yeah, and he's an, he's an aficionado too. He calls it cheap shit and then goes back in for seconds. I mean, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah I, I, I would have to say dirt. I might give Artie a little bit of a nod there. I mean, he, I mean, he set it all up. He, he did. He, he got the five primo whores. He got we got wasted, and then he's there sweeping up at the end. On top of that, he's taking care of Maz behind the bar, pissing himself, pissing the bar. True. Which is a lot. Of, that's a lot of work, man. It is a lot of work. I mean, you could also argue Maz too for putting on the performance he did. Bachelor can't get it. No, no I think so. Bachelor can't get it. Just so you know. I mean, he did a lot of shots of tequila. He did. That's it was true. Pretty impressive he, he had, amount of tequila. He had an awesome time. No, I would. I would still argue. You uh, just give dirt because right, a little lifetime achievement award too. It was, and plus the fact that he he obviously goes out not too uh, long after that. Obviously, yeah, untimely death there. Last, yeah, last one, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but when um, he's when he's at the he's at the stripper on his lap and she's like, like I remember, I remember it used to cost five dollars to clean your clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll clean your clock for five dollars, but it's still going to cost fifty for a blowjob. He goes, yeah. let me. Call he's my talking wife. to the pitching machine, isn't he? Yeah, he goes, let me call my wife. <laughs> <laughs> dirt. Yeah, you got to give it to dirt. I know uh, it is a lifetime achievement award, but. Hey, those guys counts though. I think those guys get uh, yeah. they, they get he he showed up to he showed up to the thing, right? Those guys don't always show up. We saw what happened when uh, Frank Pellegrino showed up. That was bad news. All right, right. so you oh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I say you never know what you can get from uh, a different generation guest. You know? Yes, that was. I, I yeah. Have you ever been in? a tough position like that, like at a bachelor party or a stag or something where you're kind of, there's somebody there that like, you're uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable being yourself around. Yeah. Like if there's, if there's women there, you know, uh, you kind of have to like, you know, pull back the reins a little bit and be like, ah, shit. I mean, I was at a wedding one time and I was in the wedding. I was the best man in the wedding and the father of the bride didn't take too kindly to the amount of beer cans we left in the limo. So they kind of had to like tiptoe a little bit after that, just until after, I don't know, after the vows. 
Yeah, as it wasn't. It's not a That's, not a bachelor nowhere party. near nowhere near no, as bad so, as having uh, you know strippers and cocaine all over the place. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't think. How about you? I can't think of anything like that. No, nothing too bad actually. But any any time I've been in a position where like strippers like that, it's usually everybody's pretty uh, fair game and knows the deal. Yeah, everybody signs a waiver ahead of time. Basically, yeah. you know what you're and another into. and another reason Dirt obviously gets the MVP is like the reaction when his wife asks him what's going on. He just tells you to fuck off, blowing a puff of uh, a cigar in her face. Yeah, I mean if that's even though it didn't happen at the bachelor party, the guy's got to get some points for that. No, that's all attached to him, man. He, that's that's it's a it's a lesson learned mm-hmm. in the in a movie. If, you, if there's any lesson to be learned from the movie, it's that that you don't yeah. talk you don't talk after a bachelor party. Yeah, I don't, the exact perfect point. Like, I don't see how you can watch this movie, be a huge Dirt fan, and not get the fact that like you just keep your mouth shut. Yeah, right? everything you see at a stag bachelor party. No pic, no pictures, no fantasy no, baseball draft, no Facebook posts. Right. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no Snapchats. Nothing. Don't. No evidence. And not because there's anything wrong, but you don't know. Some guys might step out of line, and you don't need their. You don't need them to get in trouble. You know. With, with the law or with whatever, you know what I mean? It's just, no. you, you can't, it's just, and it's you're not just doing yourself. You're not doing yourself any favors. if like what somebody you do know gets in any trouble. And like you tell your wife or girlfriend, you're just making yourself look poor. Remember that. Yeah. You're really, you're open. You're opening, you're leaving yourself open for more questions and to make yourself look horrible. Right. And just wait for the next batch party to come around. And you're like, well, remember last time when, uh, you know, what this happened? Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah, when Kevin got arrested. Yeah. You had to go bail him out at four in the morning. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can't. No, yeah, of course. It's, uh, yeah, so that's why you just don't say shit, good or bad. Yeah. There's a little bit of omerta. You really got to keep your mouth shut. Loose lips mm-hmm. sink ships, you know? Yeah. And a, a line from the, <laughs> from the bachelor party that I always quote is, uh, when Artie offers pitching machine a piece of pizza, yeah, and she declines, she's, she's I think she's, she's lactose intolerant or she doesn't eat. She dairy says, I don't eat something. dairy, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, pitching machine doesn't eat dairy. A lot of rules. <laughs> I always I always use the lot of rules line. Whenever like anyone like wants to like throw something on you, uh, some sort of rule or something that like you're like, what the fuck? I just go a lot of rules. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of good lines in this movie you could you could use everyday yeah. life. Another another one is this one is one that you, you I don't know I've never been able to use like in conversation, but I just say it all the time is when uh, he's trying to get Linda to blow him in the car. And he's <laughs> okay. just and he's, and he's just like I'll be Hugh fucking down. <laughs> that had me laughing out loud at uh. At we were rewatching it. Yeah, oh was... yeah. <laughs> Great. Who's, who's, he was the who's host that? concentration. <laughs> Just for <blown> me. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Uh, so yeah, what else? There's uh, another good. There's a, another one you can use every almost every day. Is uh, are you almost done here? I'm losing my buzz. Oh yeah, when they're in locked up. Yeah, after the uh, brawl. Use it. Use it twice. I think. Use it towards the end of the movie too. Oh. Uh... Yeah, when he goes up for his before he hits the dinger, I believe. Yeah, it sounds right. And he's talking shit about winning uh, the trophy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 
yeah, a lot of uh, definitely a very quotable movie. Cla- I mean, it's a it's a cla- classic comedy. That's like what more could you ask for? You just want to be able to quote the shit out of it. It almost feels like uh, an '80s type comedy, where it's it's just more gags than anything. Like the story, the story's the story, but I don't know, just like raunchy, like an '80s type one. I don't know if I'm an idiot. Yeah, a little bit. Uh... Because 06 were already like an old school, like a little before The Hangover and a little more like those movies. I mean, this isn't on the level of those comedies, obviously. I mean, it's just, to me, it's as funny as those movies, but it's not like as successful. But it just, feel, no. it, it just feels like a, it's like a misfit 80s comedy. Yeah, well, it was a lesser, like the cast wasn't... Uh... You know, there's a lot of like low level, not low level, you know, low level comedians. And, yeah. You know, like Macho hadn't been around for a while. Yeah. And, you know, you got like obviously guys like uh, DePaulo, obviously another comedian. Another one, another uh, comedian, you mentioned Brewer, but uh, Jim Florentine, I don't know if you know him. He was the catcher on one of the uh, teams. All right. He's talking shit to Johnny. All he's right. the guy who goes, who, he's the guy who goes, who keeps track of, they're average in slow pitch softball. <laughs> he Jim Florentine's actually you would know him from uh, Crank Yankers. Oh, okay, all right. He was big on that. He did a lot of uh, did a lot of those crank calls on there. He's all he also, he just got hired by Barstool Sports. I'm not sure exactly what he's doing. He's doing like a podcast on there, like by himself. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's been around. He's uh, yeah. He's like Artie's age. He's like in his fifties. You know, raunchy comedian, right up Artie's alley. Uh, so yeah, so that, I think that's why the movie doesn't get put on the same level as say like an old like old school no, like Vince Vaughn, Luke Wilson. Uh, but yeah, this is more of like a uh, what would you call it, like a cult classic or definitely um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would have uh, I would have loved to have the late great James Lipton sit down with Artie for an Inside the Actor Studio. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> just, just yeah. Recently deceased, James Lipton. Yeah, I didn't realize how old he was. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. He's in his nineties. That's crazy. Yeah, and I still think probably everybody would have had already died before him too. Even still, in the death pool. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, what you you spent a lot more time in New Jersey than I did. Is there anything in this movie? Hmm. That like screams New Jersey to you, or like the most Jersey thing in this movie, whether it be like you know, I don't uh, know like the way place. some of the guys act, or the women, or dine the diners, or is there anything like anything quintessentially Jersey about it? Huh? Uh, nothing like nothing off the top of my head. I'll let me sit on that for a sec. Yeah, yeah, nothing off the top of my head. I mean, there's not. I mean, there's, there's not right except for I mean you know he he mentioned Jersey a couple of times there on the highway like I never even went down like I was like in the in one town in Jersey I didn't really kind of mingle around I hate I hate New Jersey yeah <laughs> you can't make fucking <laughs> can't make fucking left hand turns and shit can't pump your own gas can't pump your own gas I I can't go to New Jersey and not get lost yeah New Jersey's ridiculous. I mean, you can get lost like you could see Giant Stadium or what the MetLife Stadium from the highway, and you'll still find a way to not know how to not be able to get there for like an hour and a half. You'll just be doing circles like on the highway, just trying to figure out how to get there. It is really easy to get strippers to go anywhere in New Jersey. 
Strippers? Yeah, it's really easy to get them to come to whatever the venue is. They'll show up. Yeah, frat, cool. frat houses, basements, <laughs> and shit like that. Like really, like, <laughs> being on the floor of a bar is probably high class for. Although no pimps at this, uh, no pimps at this bachelor party. You, uh, you get. Well, I mean, not the not that I remember. No, they, they may, may have been off camera, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Already, ha- you, already had some uh, ends, you know. Usually, you knew they were there. Some, yeah, it's true. You, yeah, he was tight with the pitching machine. <laughs> he was tight. He was man. It was wedding date. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So obviously, um, after the or we, we already mentioned Manganelli how he blew up his spot kind of at the end mentioned it right breaks up breaks up with uh, with this girlfriend there everything comes to a head they, they misses the wedding gets into an argument with uh, with Maz has a problem with that and as they're having their argument that's when Dirt dies and they have to go to the funeral and then honored him and probably the best from start to finish the best way to honor their deceased leader yeah, just by t- tying one on as usual. Yeah, as and, and it's it's the classic. You know, we're only, only going to have one in Dirt's honor, and, and you know they just yeah. cut to famous to- last words. Toast. Always, <laughs> they're on like their eleventh toast, and it's to Molly Hatchet. <laughs> yeah, that's another uh, uh, very quotable. That one, that, that one's been used an awful lot in our circle. Oh yeah, so the greatest I mean, rock used- band of all time. Molly had, yeah, I'd use that one all the time, of course. Uh, so yeah, and Dirt is, yeah, because he he dies in between. He dies in between the semifinals and the championship because they're getting ready, like they're practicing, uh, leading up to the championship. So uh, obviously, without giving, because I have a question that I'm going to get to, but. Uh, Championship game comes. They show up. Hand, well, he, Dirt, first of all, Dirt gets buried on the same day as the championship. So right there, not exactly ideal for Ed's bar and swill. Right. Yeah. They show up hammered after their, like, as you said, 11th, 12th toast. Uh, and they don't even have uniforms. Ed drives them all to the game because he doesn't want them driving hammered. <laughs> yep. Uh, and... They fall behind big, obviously. I think it was 10 nothing. Fucking two sober guys, the guys who weren't. I don't think those two guys left field and the right field. I don't think they were at the, at the bar. No, I think actually they were. I think I remember seeing uh, Okay, so I, I, kinda, I thought I remember seeing two guys in uniform, or at least one guy in uniform. All right. So All right. <laughs> 10 nothing down to the last out. Artie hits one, uh, takes Manganelli deep. Over the shift. Yes, first guy to hit one out since uh, Dave Delavera. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's what they say. I didn't. I didn't write that down. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, and this is another another uh, another example of Artie uh, being a glue guy and really inspiring them. He gets them to believe that they still have a chance to win after that home run, down ten one, down to their last out. Oh, was it your question about his speech? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, my my question is obviously they come up short. Uh, they end up batting around. Artie goes the other way on the shift. His next time up shows you where he, how far he's come since the beginning of the movie, where he was hitting into the shift and not even running hard the first. Yep. Uh, 
gets thrown out at home trying for the inside the parker after going, you know, whatever. They lose. My question is this, and this is a two-parter. Do they win if, A, number one, dirt pitches? Uh, yes. They do. Okay. Yeah. And the reason, the reason it was such a trickle-down effect is because you put Artie in there to pitch. Well, plus, they already all, obviously can't find the strike zone. Plus, they're all sober, too, if, if they're there. So. Well, that was my second yeah. part of the question. Do they win if they're all sober? Yeah. Because they had really been putting you know, everything into I'd, it. I'd say yes. Yeah. That's why, they had, that's why they had to get them hammered, to put them behind the eight ball there. Exactly. One, one, more, one more hill to climb. They just couldn't quite get over. Right. So who was on, so who was on base when Artie was up? Was Palumbo was on? That's how you know the lineup. Palumbo oh. was on. Maybe Palumbo was number two. Maz was on. Or it could have been, could have been Jimmy, Jimmy three, Artie four. Because what, what would happen if, if Artie held up at, thir- at third? Was that a good call? Send them, send them home. That's another question. Who was coaching third? I think it was Maz coaching third. You know what? I think it's, I think it's Alphonse on third and Maz coaching because there's a shot of the both of them cheering. And I'm pretty sure Maz is coaching third. Yeah. And the MVP of Manganelli is that catcher who makes a great play there at the end to flip it to Manganelli at home. Oh, the bad throw, yeah, absolutely. And the guy was always in the middle of every rally too. He had a he had a uh, decent stick. He was always putting the ball that's, in play. That's the guy. The catcher is the guy in the beginning when they're in the in the police station. Dirt staring him down. He goes, "Don't eyeball me, tough guy." When I was in the can, I fucked guys bigger than you. Yeah, oh yeah, alpha him hard. <laughs> Total alpha move by Dirt. Yeah. That's the one. That's uh, another good one. Did Dirt, did Dirt just say you fuck guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so tough tough loss there at the end. Great play, though, by the catcher. Uncredited. I don't know what his name is. Uh, he was definitely he – was, he, was, he was everything on that team. MVP, glue guy. Uh, or maybe – I guess Manganelli technically was. I mean, it was his fucking gym that sponsored him. Uh, so, yeah, I mean – Came up a, a run short. Do you, get, you know what? We're, we are going to have to do some investigating and find out, was Artie sent? Did he go through a stop sign? Did he pull a Tony Maselli, go through the stop sign? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure if there was anybody waving him on or if he just went because it was a pass ball. I feel like everybody was young. Go, go, go. That's my, that's my guess. He got, yeah, he got a little ahead of himself. He was feeling it. I would, like, I would like to get one game with Artie and Jimmy Palumbo calling it as their announcer voices. Oh, they both have yeah. great announcer voices. You know what I didn't re- you know, <laughs> little side note. You know what I didn't realize about this movie until watching it is how much yingling they drink in it. Yeah, I'll, you know what? That's, there you go. That's the big Jersey thing right there. Yingling was huge in Jersey. Yeah, because back yeah. you couldn't get it in Connecticut up until yeah. I don't know four years ago. I didn't too long ago. I didn't know what Yingling was until I went to Jersey. I remember like one of the first like bars we snuck into. That was what it, they they had me get. Like, oh, you got to try this kind of thing. That was a big yeah, Jersey I like, thing. I, I I always liked Yingling whenever I was out of state. Like, I get some more just because I don't know, just because you couldn't get it. So I was like, oh, I'm in, you know, I'm out of state. I may as well grab it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I remember people like looking. 
down, like, because you drank Budweiser, being like, oh, why don't you drink something good like Yingling? And I was like, it's basically the same. It's a fucking domestic. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know what people... The Yingling's and I like, like Yingling. I don't want to knock Yingling. I, I, Yingling's actually one of the few beers, because um, I always try and go for, like, if I'm sitting at a bar, you know, I'm not standing up like an asshole's packed in like a sardine. If I'm, like, sitting at a bar, I'll get a draft beer. Mm-hmm. And Yingling, I've ordered Yingling over Bud before, if, when both were the option. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a good draft beer. It's a yeah. real good draft beer. Nice and light and just nice. Uh, That's what they drink. It's, it's Yingling, it's Brooklyn Lager in this movie, and, uh, and brown. Yeah, a lot of brown. A lot of brown. And then some weed and some Coke. <laughs> yeah, this, they cover all the bases, man. <laughs> <They do. laughs> I was actually inspired to grab a Budweiser because I was watching uh, The Wire before I started the, the show, and they were drinking uh, Budweiser. Right, the cops were drinking Budweiser at like two in the morning before they went to go bust up uh, the projects. Oh, jeez! <laughs> so, so that inspired me to grab, but that and I don't have a Yingling in my fridge, or else I would have grabbed it. But, uh, oh, and tequila, so, plenty, a lot of tequila too. Oh, of course, tequila. Yeah. How could we forget? Uh, um, so yeah, I mean, just a, uh, just a out and out classic. What more could you, what more could you ask for? Yeah. Artie's speech, I mean, it, it, Artie's speech at the end, the fire up speech doesn't really, it doesn't, it's good, but it doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't rank. I don't think along with other movies, no. pump up speeches. It's good. It goes, uh, I don't give a fuck. Anyone who thinks we're going to lose can go home right now. And then Jimmy says, uh, we're down 10-1, calm down. Nardi responds, would Dirk calm down if you were here? No. After my homer, he would have thrown a bat on my head for not running around the basins hard. Now this is the last inning. Let's get some runs and take that fucking trophy. <laughs> he did. That's it. He did. That's it. And he did take that trophy. That's one promise he kept to Manganelli. Ran off that- with the trophy down the shore. And you know what, you know what gets me? At the, at the end, they're all – they're all like pissed they lost, and then they're pissed that they're not gonna have a team next year. And they're like, "Oh fuck, it. let's go play in Parsippany next year." And like, they're all like so gung ho right after the game. But you know, like when the next season comes around, they're like, "I don't want to fucking go to Parsippany to play, man. Like this sucks." Yeah, I don't even I know what Parsippany is on a map, and I don't, I don't blame them for not wanting to go. Who wants to go town over to play though? No, they don't want to do that. <laughs> Come on, yeah. They got well, their... it'll, it'll all depend on Artie. It'll all depend on Artie. That's true. Yeah, it's a good point. It you know depends what I mean? on if Artie. Artie tries feels... to rally the troops, then they'll, uh, they'll be there. <laughs> if, Artie, if Artie's gung ho during signups, they're all set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. One... Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say another one we use all the time is number one, he's a prick. Number two, he's a dick. Number three, he's a cock. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what else really to say. Just, I don't know. Good luck to the, uh, good luck to the next poor bastard that tries to make a, uh, movie about slow pitch softball, man. You got your work cut out for you. Yeah. There's not, I can't think of any, any other movie even touches on it. No. <laughs> I mean, cause this one is just perfection. Have you ever heard, I mentioned in the beginning, Artie was on Stern when he was, uh, filming this. Have you ever heard him and Howard like arguing about it, or you like wanted time off, and I go and how would you want to give it to him? Like, and he was like, "Well, I told you I needed to do my movie." He's like, "Well, you, you, to, you know, it's just to be here. This is your job. It's just to be here." 
I'll go off and play Hollywood. He's <laughs> like giving him shit for it. Uh, no, I, I'm sure I have because I always watch old Stern clips. Uh, I don't think I've heard. Uh, I don't remember the one specifically that you're talking about, but I, I, I do know. Uh, I do remember hearing them talk about it though, like after it was already yeah in the bag. Yeah. So all right, all right. Well, I think I'll probably wrap it up, and and I'd like to thank you for. Uh, I thank you for being my co-host with the blood alcohol content of uh, seven point one or one point. Uh, I don't fucking know what the content is. That's yeah. a, that's an impressive. It's above twice the legal the, limit. That's an impressive twice the legal limit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you oh, know. Also, what? one more one more thing too. We didn't mention <laughs> yeah. Lori. We didn't mention Lori Metcalf, who crushed it as the mom. Yes, phenomenal. We, we didn't mention yeah. her. Yeah. Jackie, Aunt Jackie from Roseanne. Yeah, she was great. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent job. Also, a pretty good soundtrack. A little, a little Skinner in there, My Hatchet, of course. It's pretty good. Uh, I mean, you know, they probably paid. I didn't, even, I didn't even look at this. I didn't even look at the soundtrack. Uh, I just kind of uh, just to from it, yeah. watching the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Skinner after Dirt dies. It's Skinner, and then I forget when. I remember there's My Hatchet song in there at some point. I can't remember when, but I just remember being. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good soundtrack. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. I, wish, I wish I had some more specifics for you. <laughs> well, I mean, how could Molly Hatchet not be on the soundtrack? That right, had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm watching Johnny th- right now walk off. What do you think about uh, Artie's room? The Mo- Molly Hatchet poster is an ACDC poster. 79 Yanks. And a 79 Yanks with, uh, with Thurman, Thurman, Thurman in the yeah. middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a classic uh, Yanks uh, picture, of course. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> um, yeah, already. How about the how about the size of the bed? Oh yeah, him and him and Linda Salvo, man, Jesus. Yeah, I'm sure that bed with Linda Salvo. <laughs> also, a hilarious, uh, which I just caught on a rewatch, is uh, he's got the political sign on his lawn of like the guy who's running against Manganelli. Yeah, elect Zinna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which yep. Manganelli brings up when he walks into the back of the party. He's like, "Ed, what's with this Alexina bullshit?" Oh yeah, because it's in the bar too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Artie, you know Artie put those up. <laughs> Fucking mayor herpes. Yeah, <laughs> who do you who, think wins the election? That's a good question. I, first of all, I can't believe that Manganelli can even run for office. Imagine shows what a scuzzy town it is, because that guy's such a dirtbag. There's no way you get. It. I mean, who am I to say that? A politician, a scuzzy politician, can't get, can't get elected. Oh, he could definitely. I've seen enough. I've seen enough scuzzy like mayors. Yeah, he could definitely. I think he definitely, without even looking at his competition, I say he wins. I'd, I'd probably just made a case for him. Actually, yeah. Jesus. I God. say, uh, I say, Manganelli wins, no doubt. Yeah, I don't know anything about Zinna. Yeah, Zin Zinna. Yeah, I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust the fact that Manganelli. Uh, is just might, the right and, amount of scumbag wait, to get so was the he, job done. Was he the incumbent? Because the kid called him Mayor Herpes. Was he already the mayor? Is he already yeah, the, he might have been. Running for re-election? Or is the, herp, with the herpes thing, the herpes and the brawls and that kind of shit? At some point, it's got to catch up to you, no? You can't, nah. In Jersey? Ah, I guess good point. Small town in Jersey? Nah. That's true. He probably gave Zinna herpes. Man, plus, it's like Manganelli, the last name. It's like, you know, he sounds like a Guido. Like, he probably, like, they love that shit. Yeah. Shit. I say he definitely wins. 
<laughs> that, without a doubt. <laughs> On that think, note, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? What do you think Artie is doing now? Fifteen years later, the Artie, Artie Devanzo. Yeah, what do you think Artie's doing now? Fifteen years later. I'd like to believe that he's still playing. Probably, you think he's the dirt? Or becoming mm-hmm. friends? Well, he's not. Yeah, he's still a little too yeah, young to be the dirt guy. Cool guy. He Look, plays I'm, first, so that's a position you could, you know, play when you're a little bit older. So, who do you think? So, dirt is dead. Do you think Dave is still playing? I did, Dave, I did, no. I'm gonna say I, Dave, no. I had a dream last night. Like, <laughs> I, I killed all you guys. <laughs> Take it easy, Dave. Uh, how are things at home, Dave? <laughs> so, not good, man. Artie, you think Artie's still playing? Yeah. Maz? Maz, I, he, tough because he's a family guy, you know, so he wants to play. It's just, is he, like, does he pop out another kid? Now he's I'm got gonna, more than one kid. You know, his wife's busting his balls. I'm saying no shot. Maz is still playing. I'm saying yeah. no. I, 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 say I, no and plus I, plus, I would think the majority are not playing 15 years later. Yeah, it's a young man. You know, I mean, old, guy, old guys do play, but it's just, you know, if you hang around in those, league, in those leagues long enough, you realize. Uh, About uh, Guido Alphonse. No, nah, no shot Alphonse is playing. What about Mr. 706, Johnny Trillo? I'm gonna s- I think Johnny could still be. I think Johnny could. He's still playing. Johnny could still play. I'm going to say a guy who keeps his fucking stats. I don't know if playing. he's playing. I don't know if he's playing short. No, he's not playing short anymore. Nah, no Maybe shot. Maybe he's pl- uh, catching or playing first. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Stick him somewhere. How about Tim? Nah, Tim. Tim Tim's divorced and he lives, he lives in Florida. Tim is definitely divorced. That's yeah. the lock he, of the century. He Tim lives is in, divorced. He had, he had the roughest. He had the roughest go at the end of the movie. All right. <laughs> well, Dave already got Dave. His wife walked out of him. You think? I think there's a better chance Dave is still married than Tim. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. That's, oh, not, yeah, that's not good because at the end of the movie, Dave's wife had left him, and Tim was still with his wife. I know. I, I'm saying I think Dave has enough in him to get her back, and but Tim is just even if he doesn't get caught with Linda, he's just uh, yeah. He's going down a dangerous path. Yeah, that's true. That's not not just not it's not just cheating your wife. He's cheating with your friend's current ex girlfriend. Well, that and he. I mean, he he potentially has herpes. He Let's not forget that. He definitely has herpes. Yeah, he hundred percent has herpes. There's no way he doesn't have herpes. Oh yeah, because he definitely <laughs> did not take the right. He did not play, take the necessary precautions. <laughs> no, he did not take Mrs. Devanzo's. Advice at all? No, no. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Who, so you think who, you think you think Dave got back together with his wife? Yeah, I'm gonna say Dave is still uh, Dave's still Dave. I think <laughs> Dave's probably dead. That's that's a possibility too. But I would say he's. I'd say if he's still alive, I say he's still uh, married though. Not happily. I, I'm not Dave, saying he's happily married. He had some problems, man. Oh, could could this be he's hanging out with those guys? He's drinking too much. It could be one of those guys that the worst comes out of him when he's with those kind of people because they're not they're not good influences. <laughs> yeah, okay. But you know, guys like that, they're just they, you know they, they're they're normal guys. You know when they when they're 
around their family or whatever. They're when they're around, right? You know, their girlfriends and shit. Yeah. And they, they, and they, okay. Yeah. And then they get with people who like party a little bit, and they just take it a little bit too far. They go further than everybody else because it's their one time out, and they kind of let go, and it's they don't know when to stop. Okay, yeah, a, I know, I know, I know guys like this. Yeah, yeah. you're right. They just uh, he he either went back into his shell and never came back out, or just eventually pushed too far and he's gone. We lost him. It's too much. One or the other for Dave. Yeah, yeah, he's not playing anymore. Okay, no shot. No, he's shot. not playing. He's he makes appearances here and there, maybe, but he's more of a special appearance, Dave. Now. And I think, you know, it's kind of like old-timers day. He shows up and... Uh, Strict you know. curfew. Strict curfew. Yeah, but he, he turns back the clock here and there, though, and he'll give you a little bit of a Dave performance. Wow, you think so? You think he brings a little Frank the Tank out, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't think it's possible for him to just come around and be a normal guy. I think when he comes around and he's around the boys again, he, uh, you know, Takes he falls key. into his old habits. He, go, he, he goes into the phone booth and now comes Super Dave. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Artie's still playing. Artie probably got a job somewhere. He's doing all right. Yeah. Just kind of banging around, doing whatever. Yep. Kind of inspired by his girlfriend. You think you think uh, him and him, what's her face are still together? Probably not. <laughs> if I, <laughs> oh, probably right. not. All right. I mean, okay. I'd like to say, yeah, happy ending and all that, but no, I'd say no. Okay. I don't it's think we poss- have... possible married and divorced. Oh, that's a possibility. Yeah. No kids. Nah, no kids. Oh. Uh, nobody gives a shit about... We already talked about Maz. Nobody gives a shit about Alphonse. <laughs> Johnny Trill is still there making fun, making fun of the kid. You think yeah, <laughs> Johnny's still with his wife. Johnny's <laughs> happily, you know, married guy. Yeah, Johnny's Johnny. Yeah, John, Johnny. You know what you get. You know what you get with Johnny. That's right, yeah. So Maz's daughter is like twenty now. You think she's still dancing? Or you think she's doing bachelor parties? Or you think she's doing ballet? <laughs> For Maz's sake, I would hope ballet. I don't know. <laughs> although I, although her dancing was atrocious, so I mean, I don't know if she made it really past that recital she had that night. Un- unwatchable. You know I mean, especially since her fa- her father, uh, you know, dogged it for his bachelor party. That's one of the it might have been a breaking point for her. So now instead of ballet, maybe she is uh, dancing at the thing. That's one of the that's one of the good running jokes of the movie is it's just just Johnny ripping on the daughters dancing. Yeah, it all sucks. <laughs> <laughs> where oh, is uh, I know we I know we got to stop, but uh, where is uh, <laughs> where is Ed from? He's in other movies. Like he, off the top of your head, you can remember where he's from. Anything else? Um, talk about the bartender. Yeah, I should have looked it up. I just, I just, it, the, the idea is crept in my head. He, I don't think he's been in many other things. All right. Ed. All right. Yeah, Ed is still Ed, Ed's a lifer to the bar. I mean, Ed, you know, he's like a reader at Noah's. Yeah, no, he, that that bar's still open. Though, I would, yeah, most of those guys. Well, not most of those. Artie and Johnny still go there for a beer after the games, before the games. Probably, probably still see Alphonse there, occasionally, but not going, not not playing. Maz comes out once in a while, you know, twice a year to the place. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And uh, again, depending on you know, Dave's there, depending on what what fate befell him. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just that, I gave out the best case scenario for Dave. I'm hoping. No, I don't want to. Just for the record, don't want to see a sequel. No sequel necessary. No, nah, nope. No, nah, no uh, way. I can't. I can't imagine Artie in a two-hour movie at this point. No, no, no. You don't. Uh, we don't need to see that. It was is, the, is perfection a, right off the bat. It was perfection. Take one. Is there a guy you root for harder than Artie? Like in real life, that guy has, has been fucked up so many times, come close to death a million times. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's an easy guy to root for. He's had yeah. some uh, serious demons. It's just one day at a time with Artie. That's basically it. That's what he'll tell you. It's just, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's tough, man. He's been a lot of ups and downs, to say the least. So you just hope that he, uh, that he's kind of figured it out. Hope this is the time, man. This is the time. Dedicate, yeah. dedicate the show to him, man. Yeah, this is for Artie. Thank you, Artie. You're the Appreciate, best, man. Uh, we love you, Artie. Great. Just great that you gave us this movie, man. Awesome. It'll live on, at least with our eight listeners. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. you got anything else? I don't have much to say, man. Follow us at Sunday Poor, Twitter, Instagram. As always, I don't really have much to talk about these days. Uh, so hopefully we can crank out a few of these movie podcasts and uh, keep you from wanting to slit your wrists. So. Yeah, we'll be back Sunday. We'll do something. I'll probably do something regular Sunday and then do another movie mode next week. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you something. If you have any suggestions, any ideas, let us know. Yeah, for, movie, us for movies, for any, any additions you want to see to a movie podcast, uh, drink. <laughs> any addition you want to see to a movie show let us know we're, we're open to anything and everything yeah you know, we might tell you it's stupid but we'll listen well we'll listen to everything yeah and mm-hmm. we'll, I won't tell you it's stupid I'll just I'll nod my head and then just not use it <laughs> <laughs> alright you think you think her friends are too good for me are you are you, are you saying her friends are too good for me no I was, <laughs> I was hoping the uncomfortable silence would say that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. Well, we hope we uh, gave you at least an hour to forget about the uh, miserable world we live in right now. So appreciate the listens, and uh, we will see you uh, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, Monday, whatever. Five dollar Purple Monkey. <laughs> purple <you>. Monkey, man. <laughs> see you later. Right, peace.